Okay, so you thought it was hot where you were today? Well, spare a thought for the poor people in Athens, Greece. As if they didn't already have a lot to worry about, today residents of the Greek capital had to contend with temperatures in the neighborhood of 108 degrees Fahrenheit. Extreme heat waves aside, though, sunny warm weather should be good news for a country where one in five people make their living, directly or indirectly, from tourism. When tourism goes okay, then the whole economy goes okay. If tourism goes bad, then the whole economy goes bad. That's George Dracopoulos. He's the director general of a nonprofit group that lobbies on behalf of Greek tourism operators. I sat down with Dracopoulos the last time I was in Athens on a reporting trip, just after last month's elections. He told me that the negative press about Greece's financial crisis was definitely keeping some Western European tourists away, Germans in particular. In fact, Dracopoulos told me at the time that bookings from Germany to Greece were down more than 20%, and that, he told me, spells trouble. Less people traveling, less people visiting the country, less people working for these to serve them. So we risk a drop there in the employment levels. Dracopoulos also says that many parts of the country are seeing a marked drop in internal tourism. In other words, Greeks themselves aren't traveling, and if they are, they're not spending any money. Interestingly, though, all is not lost for the Greek tourism industry, thanks to a little help from the Russians. We have experienced an increase from the Russian market, 63%, 63%. And we are pretty confident that we're going to pass the limit of 1 million Russians in Greece this year. Andrakopoulos told me each of those Russians spends an average of $400 more than a German. He said his group is lobbying the new Greek government to ease tourist visa restrictions for those coming from the east, and not just Russians. China and India, he said, both represent major markets for Greece. But Dracopoulos says the real trick is getting would-be tourists to ignore all the bad news they're hearing about the situation in Greece. The weather is nice, the climate is nice, the people are the same, the beaches are the same, Acropolis is the same, prices are slightly cheaper than in other years. So the real tourist stuff has not been affected. But tourism is not an independent thing, it's a part of life. So in, in the real life you need stability, You need safety while traveling. You don't need any hassle. I mean, the only problem a tourist must have is where shall I go for lunch, where shall I go for dinner, which beach I will go today, which museum I will visit. This would be the daily routine of the tourist, not, oh, the center will be closed. No, 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 no. So it's by far the most important thing to stabilize the whole situation here. Since the Greek elections and the formation of a government, international focus on the euro crisis has shifted more towards Spain. That seems to be good news for Greek tourism. Today, an Athens newspaper reported that German tour bookings are creeping up again. But it might be too late. I'm afraid we don't have enough time to cover the loss. For this year, for this year. year. So Germany will end up this market with a bit of loss at the end of the year. But still, to minimize the loss is always a better thing than maximizing the loss. And then there's that extreme weather we mentioned earlier. It was so hot in Athens today that the Acropolis a must-see for tourists, was shut down in mid-afternoon. As one Athenian on Twitter said, apparently it's so hot that even marble will melt. I'm not sure, though, that's going to work as a marketing slogan.